0: Miracy. They have no idea how to make that sale, how to transition even to that pricing. So high ticket sales process, like to simplify, I can name three things that sort of part of that from the energetic standpoint, in addition to business and marketing. So the first one would be, who are you? That's actually a big part of the sales process.
1: Are your sales efforts being undermined by hidden forces within your own psyche? Today, we're venturing into the psychology of sales sabotage, where our guest shares her unique insights. I'm Melinda Cohen, and you're listening to Just Between Coaches. I run a business called The Coaches Console, and we're proud to have helped tens of thousands of coaches create profitable and thriving businesses. This is a podcast where we answer burning questions that newer coaches would love to ask a more experienced coach. We have a very special guest today who brings the realms of energy, psychology, and quantum physics to unlock the secrets to high ticket sales success. Using her extraordinary insights, she helps clients break free from self sabotaging patterns and discover their authentic path to success. I've invited Eugenia Oganava. She's a business strategist, personal transformation expert, and quantum messaging energetics coach with over 20 years of experience. She's a self-made millionaire and a best-selling author of three books. She specializes in helping spiritual coaches and healers create consistent $10,000 months and sustainably
0: scale past six figures. Welcome, Eugenia. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited for this conversation.
1: I am excited to have you on the show. And now you're not a typical coach, like you're born with clairvoyant, clairsentient abilities. And and with these extraordinary abilities, you support your clients to solid business strategies. We're going to get into all that. But first, would you share your background with our listeners?
0: Well, I do everything backwards. So instead of going to school, studying, and then becoming something like the traditional sort of pathway, I was born with a gift, like a lot of us, I think, but I realized it early. So I was always speaking from that place, from the place of my sole expertise. That naturally led to people coming to me. By the time I was fourteen years old, I already had paying clients. I already started my business and I was helping people with life purpose, with understanding their mission in life, understanding sort of what's in the way of them achieving the desires that they want and clarifying what is it that they actually want versus what their ego wanted. And that evolved into becoming a business coach simply by the fact that a lot of my clients were business owners. So they would come back to me with like, oh, thank you so much, Eugenia, for helping me with my messaging. I was doing what you said and now it's like so much better and so many people are buying. I was like, oh, so I'm doing messaging, positioning, business strategy. I didn't even know those terms. So I had to study. And of course, you know, over the years, I've studied pretty much everything from theosophy and energetics and consciousness and anatomy and quantum physics and that side to business strategy and marketing and like solid strategies (laughs) that apply actually to making money. But what happened in my life is that I always could connect the two. Like it's sort of part of my personality that I understand the practical, the down here stuff and the multidimensional, totally out there unicorn stuff. And those two things kind of come blend together within me. And I've made money being able to be different. I blend the multidimensional out there stuff with very practical, solid strategies in a unique, specific way that applies to each person. I call it soul design. So this is how you're built. And this is where you are able to get fully resourced for doing your work in the world.
1: So let's just define a little bit more for our listeners. In the intro that I was sharing, I talked about how you have the gifts of clairvoyant, clairsentient. For those that may not know what that is, just what does that mean? Share that with our listeners.
0: It means that from the beginning of my life, I have seen timelines and possibilities and options for people. I could see what's blocking them. So this might show up as a little mini movie of a past life that kind of flows through my mind and I can share it, or it might show up as a visual color, something I can see that's literally blocking, or I can see where somebody is thinking that they're speaking from what they really want, but they're speaking from conditioned or imprinted self, something that they've been taught but not really who they are. So energetically, this all is very clear to me. Not that I channel something from God or whatever, like I don't have a gift of prophecy either. But what I do is when I interact with somebody, I perceive from them on many more channels than normally a person would. Like say it's my client speaking about business that she's thinking of taking this direction or creating this next program. I will see if this is aligned. If it's not aligned, if she's speaking about specific strategy, I would see what would be maybe the best timing for it, or if the strategy is even aligned with her soul design. So, in other words, I see somebody's soul design, how you are made for this lifetime, and then within those parameters, using my expertise and experience of twenty-something years, I can tell somebody what that means for them in a specific situation they're in. I can see what is in the way and. That is not something you can tell from intuition. So most people have intuition. When somebody has clairvoyance, that would be like having a window into something that normally nobody does. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) So
0: you can see things that allow you to step into a different identity within quantum field.
1: You talked about when you were telling us a little bit about your background, you know, you had clients when you were very young, like this began early. Was there a special situation or an event where you discovered that you had these abilities and... And then you knew, I want to do this for others and it should be part of your coaching business?
0: No. I mean, when I was two, I was already given advice. I was born without losing memory of my previous lifetime. So I came here aware and awake and always helping people from the very beginning of my life. I was trying to do it through drawing when I was little. And then as I was older, I was doing it through words and explanations By the time I was starting to be like teenage years, 12, 13, 14, I was heavily bullied in school because I was so different and nobody wanted to be my friend and people were sort of ashamed to be seen with me and that kind of thing. But everybody still knew what I knew and what I could do. So people would then find me like in secret and ask me. And by the time I was 14, people were paying me for it. So it sort of ended up becoming a business without me even trying.
1: And so let's take this into the conversation, the topic. You know, we're talking about the psychology of sales sabotage, because it's an area that a lot of business owners, coaches, entrepreneurs, they struggle with the area of sales. So how does this unique perspective that you have shed light on the inner workings of self sabotage and making high ticket sales?
0: Well, first of all, let's look at what sales is because people think that sales means literally like taking the money for something like that's the sales. No, sales is a process and sales process means it begins from the moment of you actually showing up and presenting whatever it is that you're offering and then how you interact with people, how you explain the thing you do and what happens afterwards, like how they come into your world. Do they come in easily or do you have to do a lot of you know, things to get them there. And also, of course, this is where the pricing comes in because sales of, let's say, a low end product like a twenty-seven dollar thingy or I don't know, five hundred dollar course is a very different thing than sales of a ten thousand, twenty thousand, fifty thousand, hundred thousand dollar program. So what I do is high ticket sales because of the alignment with the soul design that I have. And also those are the types of clients that I have. People that are with a specific unique gift, somebody that knows that they are an expert in whatever it is they're doing, they're seeing clients, they're getting great results, and they know they're undercharging. Maybe they're charging 3000 for their program, but they pretty much know that this should be like seven. <laughs> but they have no idea how to make that sale, how to transition even to that pricing. So high ticket sales process, like to simplify, I can name three things that sort of part of that from the energetic standpoint in addition to business and marketing. So the first one would be, who are you? That's actually a big part of the sales process because your presence, your premium energetics, especially if you're planning on selling high ticket, you have to be a premium person. You have to show up in a premium way. It's an embodiment of who you are on the um, level of your expertise that shows. There is a certain level of confidence and leadership that radiates from that. Another component is who you are talking to. This is in a business world, this is your positioning in the marketplace. So if you're not speaking to a premium level client, why would you attract somebody who will pay you $10,000 for your offer? And most people completely miss this part. And this is the part why I always bring that point up, why you need a coach. Because if you want to sell high ticket and you're never done, it's not something you can witness how other people do it and then sort of copy from the outside. Because there's so much strategy on the back end of that that you're not aware of. And there are ways to shortcut that process so you're not walking around in circles for the next two years, but actually arrive there in two, three months. But there is some learning involved. So that is the second part, is who you're talking to. And the third part is how you are selling, right? So the first one was who are you being, second is how you're talking about it, and the third how are you um, selling? You know, that, that's the important piece from the standpoint of your message, because how is related to your energetics, it's related to your process in the world, and it's related to what it is that you're selling, like the specific, like, let's say if it's a coaching program, are you putting it out in the way of this is the pain, this is what you got to deal with, this is why you need my solution? Because if you're doing that, that will not attract somebody who wants to pay $10,000, and this is really an important piece to get is that people who are interested in higher level program are not the type of people who are interested in digging into their pain. That's not to say that they don't want to resolve whatever issues that they have. Of course they do. But that, that type of person has already dealt with majority of the basic stuff. So the message is not connecting and you're not speaking to the place they want to be. So that's aspirational identity. And this is where you attract instead of chase after. Mm. So those are the three sort of main things of the high ticket sales process. And then we can look at the beliefs that in the way of that.
1: I want to unpack what you just said. So I just want to go back to, if you're talking about the pain, the challenges, the frustrations, those things that are keeping them stuck, that's going to attract a certain kind of person, a lower level package. Why is that?
0: Because people who are, at the place of, I don't know what my problem is, but it's not working, they're usually looking to be educated about the problem. That's a free gift type of thing or $27 product. So you can overteach your heart out and only sell, let's say, maybe $100 appointment. People who are at the place of, I'm so much in pain and I just need to fix this now, they also have not actually moved on to understanding and taking ownership of their pain. So they need essentially therapy. And that's also a lower-end product. When somebody already dealt with their issues, they already been in therapy, they already read every self-help book out there, they are an expert on themselves by now. But they need somebody who still knows more because they're missing something, now that's a higher-end product. I loved what you
1: said. It's the difference between attracting versus chasing after. Uh, It's a shift in that perspective. Because now you know, we're not selling to or educating to, we are informing and inviting people and offering to be that guide. So let's, let's talk about some of the mindsets that get in the way of all this.
0: All right. So one probably major one I'd start with is I just need to sign clients. Like I just need to get it done. How how do I just sign clients? So this is somebody who thinks that she can freak out, she can stress, she can push, she can force herself into some totally uncomfortable strategy that isn't even aligned with who she is. She can put all the pressure on herself and then somehow sign premium level claims. That is a disconnect in energetics because if you want to sell high ticket, you have to be a role model of the very frequency you're selling. Like if you're, let's say, selling confidence and authority, like your executive coach or something well then again you cannot be stressed and worried because that's opposite of the very thing you're selling so energetically whatever it is that you're bringing through and just kind of a common sense stuff premium level means you got to be premium so that means are you self-responsible do you follow through on your own word Are you consciously aware of your emotions and you're allowing these emotional waves within you, but not so much so that they whack you around and sort of toss you all over the place? Are you able to be masterful within yourself? And are you living your life, not just running your business, but just living your life every day in your relationships and what you eat and how you move your body, all in connection with your natural soul design, like with how you're built? In other words, are you harmonious within yourself? Because if you are not, you cannot normalize that for your premium clients. So this is the part about becoming the attractor of the premium clients. You have to be the frequency of the identity of you that already has the very thing you want to create. So I totally get that. Of course, like if you never sold, let's say, a package for higher price before and now you're trying to do that, well, first of all, make sure you have your ducks in the row as in is it an in integrity? Is your program actually worth that much? Or did you just put a zero on $500 product, call it $5,000 and think that's it? Because that's not going to work. So we want to be in integrity. We want to make sure that whatever we're selling actually is the value of what we're selling it for. But once you got that within yourself and you know that you can create these results, you know that you're an expert at that, then the rest of it is doubt is always a liar. Anytime you have a doubt, that's lower self part of you that's wanting to take you off that track. The way I do it with my clients is we tune in in the quantum field to a frequency of the part of them that already experiences the thing that they want. And then we create a frequency overlay with that vibration, which then acts as a quantum anchor for you to hold a specific frequency. So instead of like bringing it back to what I said the problem was or the belief is, how do I sign clients? I just need to sign clients and then I feel calm later. The proper sort of more appropriate solution here would be, who do I need to be to normalize premium clients coming into my life and pay me 10000 Of course, I'm an expert enough that they would not, you know, wobble or question about it. Of course, I will know exactly what to say. Of course, no matter what problem my client will bring up, I would know what to say. Like you want to get yourself to that place? Whatever that means for you from the energetics perspective or if there's some strategic stuff missing or educational stuff missing, then you need to clean up that because that normalization of premium level frequency is what then allows you to actually sign high ticket clients with ease without any friction. Mm -hmm. Now, you said something a moment ago.
1: You talked about the work that you do on that quantum level. You then help your clients create an anchor to hold at that high level level. That higher level of frequency. What would be an example of an anchor that you would have a client create? Well,
0: let's say somebody wants to fill their program with a certain number of people and they want to generate $100,000 through the launch. So they, let's say, decided that the program is 5,000, they need 20 people and they kind of like pushing for that and they stressed. So we would look at, like, okay, let's look in the quantum field because everything exists all the time already. And let's find, out of all the possibilities, the one that matches how you would like it to be. And let's say when we do that process, it's not mental, so without going too far into how to do that, we arrive at like, okay, so it's 100,000, it feels very easy, it's very flowy, but there's less people in the group. Oh, that's interesting, so... Let's explore that. Oh, that means that the price actually is 10000 So there's 10 people in a group instead of 20. And the energy of it is very relaxed and very intimate. And what is this person speaks about when she talks about her program? Oh, she talks about it from this angle instead of the angle that, let's say, the person was trying to do in their marketing. It's like, all right, great. Now let's bring that in and overlay that over current you. What's the discrepancy? What's the difference? Well, my shoulders just relaxed. Oh, so she's like not tense in her neck and shoulders. What else happened? I dropped into my hips. Okay, so she's in her hips. She's trusting. She's not in her head. Okay, what else happened? She breathes deeply. And I realized I was just breathing with the upper part of my lungs. All right, that's different. Let's look at other things. What bra is she wearing? (laughs) Is it the same one you're wearing now? Oh, she drinks water from a crystal glass, not a regular glass. Okay, what else does she do? Does she walk around in, you know, sweatpants or something else in her house? Like, oh, no, she's actually wearing these nice tights. Okay, like little stupid things that kind of like we don't think about, but we start creating that identity in every possible way from the sales process, from what goes in the marketing to what you're wearing, what you're drinking, what you're eating, how you interacting with people, and where is the trust point? Like, what are you trusting? You know, are you trusting, let's say, your own expertise? You're trusting that this is meant to be? Like, find whatever it is that she, the future you, is having, <laughs> and then have that. Once you do that, you see what the discrepancy is. So now you created quantum anchor that you are aware of. You also will be very much aware of everything that's not matching that. Yeah. And then the rest of it is the self responsibility, which is why I was saying that self mastery and like knowing yourself is actually a really important part of high ticket sales. Like, if you notice on sales calls, you were forward like this when you're speaking, or you were like trying to follow the script. Well, is that what she does? If you notice that when you tuned in and found the quantum anchor in your future, you actually sat back and kind of relaxed and then allowed the energy to come to her. Well, that might feel really kind of uncomfortable if you're not used to it because you're not in control that way. But tune in, is she in control? Yes, she is, but not her ego. Her soul is in control. Oh, okay, so let's allow our soul to be in control on a sales call. And then magic happens. You're like, oh my God, this person just signed up and she even just offered. I didn't even have to sell anything. That's because you were on the right frequency.
1: Now, you said the biggest mindset block that gets in the way is kind of that freak out point. What's another example?
0: Well, the other two, let's let let's look at another one, would be I need to find high-ticket clients. Where are they? W- where do I go to find high-ticket clients? Like, somehow they're somewhere and I need to go there. Like, do I need to work with rich people? Do I need to, like, find people who already, you know, have everything? And what, what if I'm not, like, interested in selling to somebody who's at that level? Like, how do I find somebody who will pay that much? So... There's an issue here because first of all, there's a personal work to be done about your wealth container. Because if you think what you're charging is that much or any label of this is a lot of money or whatever, you can't sell it. It has to be that this is just teeny little amount of what the thing I'm selling actually worth. That's the frequency you want to be in. Like the thing I'm selling is a transformation that's going to affect your entire life. Every area of your life, if you spend six months in my container, oh my God, you will emerge to another and completely transformed person. And all of that is only 10000 So that's a frequency adjustment in ownership of what you're worth, what the offering is worth, what your expertise is worth. I mean, your personal worth, of course, is eternal. So we're not saying from that standpoint, but from whatever it is you're delivering into the world. Another piece to this is clients are everywhere. High-ticket clients are also everywhere. They're not in any specific place. So this starts from the assumption that they don't exist in your current audience or circle and you've got to go somewhere else to find them. When in my view, in the way I work with my clients is instead we need to clarify the message so that you're speaking to the aspirational identity and the vision of that person and then connecting the dots for them from where they are to that vision. That's the bridge that you are. So if you were doing it from that place, now you're actually energetically in the correct frequency that will bring to you high-ticket clients from your audience.
1: Now, does a business owner, does a new coach, like when they're in their business, maybe they're in the early days of their business, they're just figuring out what it actually means to have their own business, to work with clients, to make offers, Do they need to start with the lower offers first as they're figuring it out and then evolve into that? Can somebody just go straight into a high-ticket offer? What's been your experience with that?
0: Yeah, in in my opinion, if somebody is an expert internally, they can just go into high-ticket offer. But yes, you do have to be an expert. So if you're in a place where you don't know who you are, don't know what you do, then yeah, you still need to do some soul searching and experimenting. Mm -hmm. And that would look like charge something and start creating experience, get testimonials, and then work with a coach to help you put that together into a higher end offer. Mm -hmm. But I've worked with people who never even charged anything, but just were amazing at what they did. And then we put it in $10,000 offer and she sold like three of them within two months. So it's the matter of an internal self-mastery it's the matter of your readiness to show up at the premium level. So you have to be a premium level person and expertise. So expertise is what people pay for because you're customizing the highly high touch, high customization. That's the higher ticket, the higher pricing. So if let's say you don't know how to do that yet, so then, yeah, you have to practice. <laughs> yeah. But give yourself parameters for that. You want to say, okay, six months. During the six months, my plan is to get 10 new clients, let's say every month, get testimonials from each one of them and evaluate on the end of each month what has been the prevalent topic, what seems to be the area I'm really good at, what's the area I'm kind of curious about and maybe want to learn a little bit more on what area I don't even want to work with. And then modify that, speak more towards that the next months and so on. Let's say practice six months, by the end of six months, you should know who you are and what you're doing that's the time to go work with a coach and put it together and to hire a ticket. So give yourself a limit on that. Clients that I work with, they usually already an expert. they somewhere close to six figures. They've been in business for a long time, but they just can't figure out how to go past six figures because they're already working really hard and they don't want to work any harder. They know who they are. They know what they're doing. Their clients practically writing them love notes. But they don't know how to like convert that into a higher ticket offer. So that's more of where I come in. It's like, there's no question on this person knowing everything there is to know about their clients. We just... Handpicked, a specific thing that is in alignment with their soul design, that is matching their soul expertise, that they can feel confident and really love doing. Because my God, entrepreneurship is hard and highly confronting at times. And it's a great self-mastery school. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So if you're going to do that, you might as well do what you love because otherwise just get a job that's easier. If you are choosing to be an entrepreneur, then you kind of have to choose what you actually want to do. If you're at the place where you've already been doing the business, you know what you're good at. Your soul is like saying, okay, like I want this yesterday. Why is this still not happening now? That's more of where you need to really figure out how to go high ticket. Yeah. Yeah. And I I love that question.
1: Who do I need to be? And I was just thinking back to my own journey. There was uh, a point many, many years ago where I was bumping up to that seven-figure mark and for the life of me, I could not break past that seven-figure mark. It didn't matter what strategy I did or, you know, what this coach might have shared or that mentor might have shared. Or I heard this at a, I was like, I, oh, I cannot, I can't get past that threshold And it was that question right there. Who do I need to be for that to be a reality? And the moment I started asking that and went internal, like I had already handled the external, the business, the logistics, the outside forces. But the moment that I said, who do I need to be? Who do we need to be as a business? So I love that question because it's a game changer. And a lot of people, they overlook that as how powerful it is. Now, you've shared two of those mindsets that get in the way, and you said that you were going to share one more. What would that one be?
0: I need to have offers for everyone. This one is somebody thinks that they need to accommodate everybody, that if they raise their prices and just have the higher one, then they leave people behind, and that's not okay. So I need to have a course for this and a product for that and then a session for that. You know, like when you go to people's websites and there's like 20 different offerings? Yeah. And people think that this is was going to help them sell the highest of the package. So let's say that the highest was three thousand or five thousand, and then they wonder why is it not selling. But it's not because there's so much emotional entanglement with the lower end identity at this point. That's why people think that they need to sell to everyone. They need to make sure that they have offers for everybody and so on. So in the premium sense. You want to focus your energy on where you want to place your attention, your time, your own presence. If you put your energy at the lower level, that's where you will be. So it's personal responsibility to choose what you want. In my opinion, if you are an expert, you're rare. If you're rare, it's partially your responsibility to work with people for whom that gift is. Because otherwise you waste it on a larger amount of help that many people can do. But if you can do something very specific, then why would you be doing other things? Even though you can't do them, that does not make sense in the efficiency of the universe. And then the question of, I need to make another offer, or, what kind of offer, or how do I like organize all these offers becomes, what is my soul work that I can be aligned with always, That's what I help my clients understand is working with your soul design, like you're designed to do something specific, whatever it is you're passionate about. But then you can modify it and repackage it in slightly different ways. The idea is to take whatever you had in your 20 different offers and put it all into one offer that's focusing on the one thing that is really unique about you. That's your soul expertise. I feel like
1: the universe has brought you to me for this message for me and all of our listeners are getting to have the benefit of it as well. But thank you for all that you are bringing and shining the light on here. I want to summarize some of the key things. And I have taken a lot of notes today, but I love how you reminded us sales is a process. And then went into here's the three key things that you really need to pay attention to if you're going to be offering high ticket sales. I love how you broke it down so that we know where we need to show up differently, how we need to show up differently, and which aspect or a combination of them. You took us into the mindset blocks that get in the way and gave us very specific scenarios that I know our listeners are like, "Ooh, that's me. "Ooh, that one's me. Oh my gosh, that one's me too. It was really about the frequency. Who do you need to be at the end of the day? That's really what we're talking about. If there's something you want to experience and you're not, who do you need to be? I mean, we've been talking about high ticket sales, but that is true for everything in life. Who do you need to be for fill in the blank to be part of your reality when you can operate at that frequency, when you can live at that frequency, when your insides match your outside at that frequency, it becomes a reality. Yes, you do have to have the strategies. Yes, you need to know the external things as well, but without the internal frequencies aligning... It's going to be pretty impossible. Eugenia, do you have any parting words for our listeners right
0: now? If you believe in your being that it's possible for you, that you have a vision of something that you've always wanted to do, then it is possible. And it's possible in this life and it's possible now. The rest is just, are you willing to do what it takes? And that action is internal first and then external. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Between Coaches. And Eugenia, thank you so
1: much for this incredible conversation. You can find out more about her at eugeniaoganava.com. That's Eugenia, E-U-G-E-N-I-A, Oganava, O-G-A-N-O-V-A.com. And in the show notes, you'll find links to her other resources as well. Eugenia, thank you so much for coming to the show. Thank you. I'm Melinda Cohen, and you've been listening to Just Between Coaches. Just Between Coaches is part of the Mirror CFM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Once Upon a Business and Soul Savvy Business. To catch great episodes on Just Between Coaches, please follow us on Mirror CFM's YouTube channel or your favorite podcast player. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment or a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you, and see you next time.